0: Slant pattern, and Hoy cuffs up the interception. Washington's got it. Washington's got it. Number one, Lewis Jones.
1: You are about to enter the lounge, the sports lounge, with your host, Big Lou, and me, Big Lou's homie, Tony Kelly. You ready for the lounge? Welcome to the sports lounge with Big Lou. Born in Venice, California, the son of a preacher man. He went to the University of Washington football team, starting as a strong safety and outside linebacker. Big Lou has taken home three Pac-10 titles and two Rose Bowl wins. He had an undefeated season and a national championship in 1991. He's the CEO of Holy Fit 310 to the California Hollywood elite. And now, please give it up for your host, Big Lou.
2: Everybody, welcome, welcome. Happy Summer Monday to you all. It is official uh, for most of the people out there today. Summer is officially started for everyone that is in school. Uh, so now parents get to start that. That all never stressful run around looking to find things for their kids to do for the summer, uh, whether it's summer school, summer camps, summer training, um, neither here nor there. It's summertime. There's not much to complain about with that right there. In case you don't know, I am Big Lou. I am your host right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM Santa Barbara News Press Radio. It's the Sports Lounge with Big Lou. and. Of course, as always, I got my co-host with me. My homie, Tony Kelly, is here in the lounge with me. Tony, what's happening with you, man? How you doing? I'm doing real good, man. How was your weekend? You know what? Here you go. Bring up weekends and stuff. You know know what happened last time you asked me that question? I, I told you about a date that I went out on. Uh, I went bowling. I was on Hollywood Boulevard. I was watching people sitting their babies down on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, taking pictures. I still don't believe that's very sanitary. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. Um, How was your weekend,
1: man? Well, you know what? Actually, it was really, really, really well. I finally went to the beach. Uh, My wonderful girlfriend talked me into going to the beach. I hadn't been to the beach in almost a year. And uh, it, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful Santa Barbara
2: Saturday, and Sunday at the beach. I can't complain. You know what? That's pretty cool. I I will tell you what I did this weekend. um, You know, I'm so fortunate. You know, I'm blessed to have two beautiful, amazing boys. Uh, My youngest turned six uh, a couple months ago. Uh, he's a very big six-year-old, though. Don't get it confused. And my seven-year-old, he's about to turn eight. But neither here nor there. You know, I got the I got some quality time with my kids, which is always nice. Um, and they had coarsely. Yeah, let me start it this way. They did so such an amazing job in school this year. Um, I told them, you know, as a as a bonus, let's go to Target, and you guys can pick out you know one thing or a variety of things. I'm gonna give you an allowance at Target. Now, how much of an allowance I gave them? I'm not going to put that on the air. I don't want nobody to really start getting too, uh, into too much into my personal business, if you will. But uh, man, they went and picked out some of the coolest things, uh, one of which was a, a glider airplane that lights up And, you know, it does us no good to fly it in the daytime. So I had a whole nother nother slew of things to deal with trying to get my six-year-old to understand. We can't turn the lights on in the daytime, buddy, because we're not going to see them. Um, Neither here nor there. They also got me to get out to see that new Jurassic Park movie. And I'm going to tell you right now. Do yourself a favor, Tony T., Everybody in Santa Barbara and surrounding areas, everyone that's listening, streaming, watching the podcast, watching watching the videos on YouTube. If you haven't gone yet, go see this new Jurassic Park movie, man. I have no nothing invested in it. I don't get no bonuses or kickbacks by saying this. That's how much the movie impressed me. I'm, I'm inclined to go see it again today, Tony T. That's what I did this weekend. Spent time with the kids and went watch Jurassic Park and try to keep my composure and not get scared in the movie theater. Man, it was awesome. <laughs> Well,
1: it sounds like you had a great weekend.
2: I did. I can't complain. That said, you know what? I, I want. I want to jump in and, and start start this first half of the show off in in this in this respect. You know, the, the Sports Lounge with Big Lou was the not was is the first radio partner in the Los Angeles Guiltinis Broadcast Network. We're so fortunate to have that title and have that relationship with those guys, and it was brought to my attention and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I I do want to put it out there for all of our fans that follow the show, listen to the show. Uh, and that are Guiltinis fans as well. You know, it, it it seems like when when everything is always going right, that's when something always comes up to try to knock us off track, if, if you will. And, you know, the Guiltinis have put in so much work this year. Um, bouncing back from injuries, you know, having a little slow start. They got on a good run. uh, And then they got that all-important, what we assumed or what we felt was the most important. We got through the end of the season, and they took control of that number one spot uh, to, you know, in essence have that first-round bye for the playoffs. And then it came out later after the fact that the Guiltinis were were DQ'd from postseason play. Um, and they're not going to be playing in the playoffs for this season. And it's so unfortunate, man. And here's why. Uh, and then you can give me your two cents on it. And, and I want people, I want you guys to understand, th- there's still things coming out about this, and we're still trying to learn more information about it. But here's what I want you guys to understand uh, from my perspective. Um, these guys have put in so much time and work and dedication, you know, before the season, during the season, after the season, time away from family, time away from home, um, you know, going to treatment, putting their bodies through, holy heck, out there on the field. Um, and to have the season taken away from them in the manner in which it was, man, it's just so unfortunate um, to, to have that happen. And, you know, of course, it's going to kill your spirits uh, slightly. But, you know, they they are, they're strong-minded, they're strong-willed. Uh, it's just another hurdle on the road to being successful and to being great. Uh, and we will get through this, but I wanted to put it out there for you all to know uh, and to hear as well. If you haven't already heard, uh, the Guiltinis will not be playing in the playoffs this season. Uh, and it's an unfortunate thing nonetheless, obviously. But, you know, we're all in good spirits. Uh, and, you know, hopefully this thing will write itself and, you know, we'll see what happens in, in the, in the time to come in the, you know, in the near future here. Now, have you, have you heard anything about it, Tony T? Did you hear anything about it? Well, that's
1: interesting that you're saying that because I'm just now reading the press release that the actual league put out is very vague on details, but sure. I mean, it's really, I think you summed it up best. Uh, The the Guiltinis must be heartbroken this morning to realize that a great season has just been snatched from these guys. And I've gotten to know a lot of these guys, you know, through through, uh, watching the highlights and and doing interviews with them. Um, These guys are very passionate about what they do. And unfortunately for them, all the hard work and all the, 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 uh, the muscle strains, the injuries, you know, that these guys have put their bodies through. Uh, over this season, and to have the season end like this without the opportunity to defend or win another championship, um it, it's really a uh, sad news, but but, but, I think you said it's just another way you know, for either guys to come back hungrier next year with something to prove, and um, I think we're gonna have another great season next year as well.
2: Well, you know, I mean, and you know, we'll definitely see what happens in the next season. I'm definitely not gonna. I don't want to dive into that that topic because that's going to open up a whole nother can of worms of which I'm not a big fan of worms, to be quite honest, which I like fishing. I just don't like putting the worm on the hook, um, <laughs> neither here nor there. But, you know, real quick, I want to say this, too, for anybody who knows and, and followed the University of Washington Huskies or you're just a college football fan. We experienced something like this during my time at University of Washington as well. Uh, and we were we were on an absolute terror in that early 90 run. Uh, most college football fans will know the time that I'm talking about and referring to, uh, you know, we won the PAC 10, three years in a row. We went to the Rose Bowl, three years in a row, uh, one, two of those Rose Bowls, one of which was a national championship season. Um, And then they wanted, they try to hit us with the sanctions. And it's my belief, you know, that they did that because when you're winning, when you when you have a winning program like that, you know, there's still, and I don't want to say, but recruits are going to go to who's winning. When we're talking about high school kids, right? Just on another level, teenagers—they want to go to who's hot right now. Um, not a lot of you know youngsters coming out of high school want to or can really understand. Putting in the work at a lesser program, if you will, not to say that there are lesser programs, but a program that's not winning currently, if you will, uh, and they don't, you know, they don't believe they're going to be discovered if they're at a program that's not on TV all the time, uh, if they're not winning all the time, which is a complete falsehood. Uh, I want to tell you that right now, there are departments, scouting departments, their whole job is to find that one diamond in the rough from one side of the the, the map all the way to the other side of the world. That's what they do. Uh, so, you know, side note to all you youngsters that are listening to this program, parents of kids that are young athletes, don't get caught up in, in the, the high life and the glory of, you know, being at these prestigious sports programs. Does it help? Yes. Can your child still be found and discovered at a program that doesn't have all those accolades? One thousand um, percent. It's about the work that you do to separate yourself from the masses. That's what that's all about. Um, but back to that, what Washington, they um you know they try to say that we were illegally recruiting and we were paying players and doing all these things. And when it all came down to it, Tony T, what they pinned on us to basically put us on probation and take scholarships away from our program and whatnot, they they put us they 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 found us using like when I got to my hotel for my recruiting trip, I had a a welcome to Washington sign, Lewis Jones, and a bowl of fruit, and that's what they used in, in a bulk in a bulk sense, if you will to say that we were illegally recruiting and and grooming players to come to Washington, a bowl of fruit and a welcome to Washington sign. Hmm. Are you serious? Seriously? Like that's, you know, and that's, that's what they came up with. And, you know, again, it's the biggest pat on the back that you can get, if you will, because that's how much they really wanted to knock us off. And that was the only way that they could knock us off. They couldn't do it on the football field. So they did it off the field in a complete, um, for lack of a better, word, I'm going to say evil manner, if you will. Um, but to no avail, Washington has fought back, and now we are back doing what we do best, which is compete for top spots. Uh, so go Huskies. Looking forward to you guys having a big season this year. Uh, and Piggy, going back to the Guiltinis, guys, stay strong. Keep your head up. You know, this too will pass. Um, and let's just keep training, fighting, uh, and putting one foot in front of the other. Uh, and, we'll, you know, whatever happens in the near future, it will happen, but we will be prepared for whatever that is. That said, Tony T., I want to move on. You know, it's baseball time now, as everybody knows. And the Santa Barbara Forsters have kicked off their season too, man. Have you, have you, have you been to a Forsters game? You know what? I haven't had
1: a chance to get out there, but I am looking forward to my first game real soon.
2: You know what? Me too, man. Uh Coach Bill Pintar, who heads the Santa Barbara Foresters, we know we were so fortunate to have him on the show twice so far. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna hold you, I'm gonna hold you to this coach. You know, he he did say at one point, I can neither conform confirm nor deny. I can go pull the video up in the in the audio if need be. But uh, he did say I might have the opportunity, Tony T, check this out. I might get a chance to throw out a first pitch at a Santa Barbara Foresters baseball game. That's well, going to be crazy, but we might need three catches behind the plate because there's no telling where this ball is going to go. <laughs> well, you know what? I hope
1: that happens real soon because I will be right there. What? what that I throw Here
2: the ball at everywhere but home plate? <sighs> I'll be behind home plate, way behind. There you plate. go. There you go. Listen, do you guys remember when, uh, what, was it 50 Cent? That had threw out the first pitch at a Dodger game? did you ever see that video it was amazing I mean you know he was nowhere near he didn't even hit the bat I think he hit a fan is what he hit like off to the side well you know what that was one of the funniest funniest videos I've
1: ever seen I'm like has he even ever picked up a ball before you know bad. what?
2: And, oh, man, you know what? Does he lose some cred by with by that by that by his, by that botched throw? Does he lose some street cred with that or what? Hey,
1: <laughs> he went from 50 cents to 10 cents with that throw.
2: 35, 35. You know what? People people used to say, you know, they like to go in into the strip clubs and make it rain. You know, I was the guy that would go in there with a handful of coins and make it hail. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I am going to say this real quick. We're coming up on our first quick break. The Santa Barbara Foresters right now, they are two and two. Uh, they lost their first match of the season uh, against Academy Barons. Uh, but then they came back, won the next two. And then they just lost this last uh, baseball baseball game against the OC Riptide. But don't fail. Don't fret. They're playing again on June 14th again at uh, Conejo Oaks. So 430 game, you get a chance to get out there, support the Santa Barbara Foresters. There's a winning tradition like no other right there. And we're at that moment right now. Tony T, we got to take that first quick break. You have been listening to the Sports Lounge with Big Lou right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. Don't change the dial. Just turn it up. We'll be right back.
1: Sports Lounge every Monday at 12 p.m. Rebroadcast Monday at 10 p.m. Wednesday at 4 a.m. and Saturday night at 8 p.m. Get into the lounge.
2: Welcome back. It's me, your host, Big Lou of the Sports Lounge, right here on AM 1290 ZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. I'm hanging out in the lounge today with my co-host, my homie, Tony Kelly. I-, I would say and ask him a question right now, but he's over at the bartender, of course, getting in his first drink of the show. What's in the cup? I can neither confirm nor deny. And the only person I'm a fan of throwing under the bus is myself. That said, uh, he's back now. Tony T, man, what's happening? You, you know, have you been watching the MLB so far this year? Well, you know what? That, that's funny you brought that up
1: because I was. And I was watching the Dodgers and the Giants yesterday. And, a, and, I, and we got to see Clayton uh, Kershaw uh, on the mound again. And uh, Kershaw returned to the mound for the first time in a month. Um, the Dodgers manager Dave uh, Dave Roberts and uh, said Walker Buehler might not do so again for at least a good bit of time. Um, so there was some injury uh, yesterday in the game. Kershaw pitched a decent game, and unfortunately for our LA fans, the Dodgers lost three to two, and that means the Giants won that uh, series over the weekend. But the Dodgers are still in first place. They're they're still looking good. And uh, we can look forward to a great, great summer of Dodger baseball.
2: Man, you know what? I, I just love summer. Period. And I think most of the people in the world, most being ninety nine percent, love summertime. And you know, baseball is definitely a part of that. But I got to tell you, you know, sometimes it's hot at some of those day games, man. And and I've I've made the mistake of sitting, you know, trying to get that 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 all important very close seat. There's no shade and the sun is very unforgiving. Even though I have that dark complexion, you know, uh, uh, I like to say I turn a creamy chocolate, if you will. Uh, (laughs) Man, you know, when when my head is freshly shaved and that sun is bouncing off my head, it's blinding to the kids in the stands, boy, and it's not very good. Uh, But it also burns my head a little bit. It gets hot. But, you know, I always find a soothing peace in a Dodger doll. Yes. You know, it's 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 definitely fun for it. Um, So yeah, the Dodgers doing the thing. You know, I used to joke with a lot of the the parents of the kids that I coach. I say, you know, because I would never pick the Dodgers or the Angels for my little league teams. I would always take the other teams to upset everybody else. Uh, And my joke was always this: I say, listen, if you want to win the NL West and go to the playoffs, sure, play for the Dodgers. If you want to win a title. You got to play for the Giants or the Yankees, and man, my fa- my parents would get so up in arms with me. But I was just jabbing them just to throw a little fun at them. Uh, I don't mean that wholeheartedly. Uh, I just like to mess with people uh, when I say that. That being said, what is your take on this NBA playoffs right now, man? Or the championship run? It's it's absolutely insane. Uh, we're getting everything that we bargained for in terms of the back and forth, the seesaw, the teeter, if you will. Uh, the the scales of justice are being, you know, they're they're balanced right now as far as the NBA goes. We'll say it that way. Um, right. What's your take on the NBA and and these this Celtics versus Golden State greatest series I've seen so far this year? Well, you know
1: what? I have one question: Who's going to take control of the NBA Finals? Now with the series back on the West Coast for Game Five tonight. The Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics are tied two games apiece. After the, after the side split uh, games one and two in San Francisco, Austin took game three at home. The Celtics had a golden opportunity to take a commanding three-to-one series lead, but Steph Curry had other ideas in game four. He poured in 43 points in a dramatic 107-97 victory that even the series at two games apiece, the Warriors also received a big lift from Andrew Wiggins off the bench who scored 17 points and pulled down a career-high 16 rebounds in the win. And on top of that, the so Warriors... Let me, I,
2: I got to cut you back, off for a minute, oh. and, and I want you to pause right there in terms of what you're about to go into. I cut you off because I remember you are a huge fan of, this, of, of Wiggins, no? Yes, I am. I mean, you, you, you talked about him uh, in the previous series as well on the show. Uh, and, and, you know, you were super excited and happy uh, for the man's success coming off the bench at that point. And now he seems like, you know, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like he's becoming a, a mainstay, almost kind of like a, an intricate part of that Golden State uh, uh, offense and defense for that matter. Um, and and really making a name for himself, especially in the postseason right now. I mean, am I on with that, or am I missing well, on that?
1: You are absolutely correct because this guy was a high draft pick, and people gave up on him. And 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 you and I always talk about you know uh, trials and tribulations, overcoming obstacles. That's part of our you know DNA with with this show. He did this guy right now has found his niche. He's found his role. He, uh, he uh, loves his role. And he's been given an opportunity to play without any type of real pressure. And the guys just been stepping up. Like I said, career high in rebounds. That 17 points was big, real big. And, and, and uh, getting the Warriors a lead and tying up this series. Well, like I said last time, I'm so happy for this young man. Wiggins, if you're out there, you're listening. Great job. Keep it up. And I cannot wait till the game tonight because it is going to be a barn
2: burner. You know, let me ask you this. And, and you know, this is this has been one of the arguments that I've noticed a lot of people had off and on through the years in terms of basketball. And where basketball was. And what I mean by that is the physicality of the game, just like I mean, just like football. Right. But games, as as we progress through these things and through the years, Obviously, eating habits change, dietary, uh, you know, food consumption change, uh, how we train changes, all that. like, And what I mean by change is it evolves. It gets better. It gets stronger. It gets smarter. Um, do you think and, and I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 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 Steph in this respect, um, because the, the the debate has always been how would LeBron have fared, you know, and. How would Kobe have fared, rest in peace, or or how some of our 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 high end superstar athletes on the basketball court today? How would they have fared in days of old with the Patrick Ewings, the Hakeem Olajuwans, obviously the Michael Jordans, uh, the Larry Birds, um, you know, even even John Stockton, Carl Malone, Bill Lambeer, if you really want to get there, uh, the young Dennis Rodman, you know, and. How do you think some of our guys of today's game, and we're going to just use Steph Curry, uh, for example, in terms of the, the physicality of the game, like back then, you could it was legal to hand check, right? right? And you could be much more physical with guys back then, uh, physical to the point that sometimes you couldn't even get a foul unless you drew blood. <laughs> exactly. So I guess exactly. my question to you is, do you think Steph would have the same success today back then, where hand-checking was legal, and guys were a little bit, well, not even a little bit, much more physical on the floor? That's an interesting question, and here's my
1: answer. A great jump shot translates in any era. Oh, In wow. any era. Okay. But the the driving the lean that is allowed in today's game step. Would last because you named a few guys, especially Bill Landbeer, he would literally try to take your head off. He took it as a personal insult if you came to the paint trying to do a layup. So to answer your question, his jump shop obviously would definitely translate, but the physical nature of the early of the eight the, what, the late eighties and early 90s, uh I don't know, I don't know because he would have hit the floor at least five or six times, and then he really would have been a pure jump shooter because they, the the game was just different where the, you weren't allowed to go in the paint the way he's able to slice and just just cut off screens and just go just unchecked to the basket. So his jump shot, definitely, but I think the physical nature of the 90s, it would have been real tough for Steph to survive Playing in that league at, at his size for more than at least three or four years, so that's my answer. His jump shot, yes, but the physical nature of the game would have wore him down, and I don't think he would be the step that he is today back then.
2: Now, I, and I have to do this, and, and I know some people aren't going to like it, but it's a fair, it's a fair comparison. Um, <clears throat> obvious, not obviously, but it's it's a lot of people's argument that LeBron is one of the greatest physical specimens and players to ever play this thing we call basketball. Putting LeBron back in that era, you know, and I, and, and I, I no disrespect at all. Charles Barkley. I'm a huge fan of yours back in the day. One of the biggest, smallest men to play in the paint in his time. um, And was beyond extremely effective in the paint as well they even got a, a couple defensive players of the year i feel like i could be wrong but i feel like he did um do 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 you think lebron would be able to have the success he's had today back then where again the physicality of the game was you know it was welcomed and you didn't get a lot of you didn't get a lot of calls it didn't matter uh your your, your, your stardom. Uh, as a player like it they kind of almost made more fouls on you because of that Uh, what do you think about that and again again people obviously we're just we're speculating and we're having some fun with it today but I think it's also a fair question in in some right as well uh just to see you know because we're always doing comparisons and overlays um what do you think Tony T like would LeBron still have the same success back then as he does today or would it be a, a little bit different um uh uh you know, progress for him, if you will. LeBron's
1: size, speed, and athleticism. He could play in any era. He, <laughs> would, be, he would be just as dominant back then as he is now. He's what, 6'9", 6'10", 250, 260, runs like a gazelle, especially when he first came into the league. So, so LeBron's one of these guys, just by his sheer size and athleticism, he would have been one of, or if not one of the best players in the league. And I'm talking about even playing during the Jordan's era. The guy is unbelievable and he would absolutely dominate just like he is now, or like he has been over the last, what, 15, 16 years.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I, I have to, I have to ask, you know, you put such emphasis on dominate, like the voice. If like you really think he would have had that much of a dominating impact back then as well with 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 the Chief Robert Parrish out there you know in, in, in the old and the parquet with uh with Boston or uh you know the the Twin Towers men in Houston they they were no punks you know and David Robinson blessed his heart you know in San Antonio uh you know the big fundamental he wasn't he wasn't physical like that but you know in the same respect he didn't mind it uh I will definitely say and you know also in that era, the Bad Boys with Detroit, of course, Bill Laimbeer uh, and Dennis Rodman. You know, people forget Dennis Rodman actually shot three pointers at one point in time in his career. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: hey, so hey, people don't realize that Dennis Rodman was a was was a he wasn't a big scorer in college, but he was a scorer. It's just the Absolutely. fact that when he got to the league, he realized I can make millions of dollars just get grabbing rebounds, and he just made a great business decision.
2: And you know what? He absolutely did. And then he got a little confused, as I may say, and started hanging out with with some, you know, making some wrong decisions. Um, (laughs) You can say that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to dive too in depth on that because I definitely don't want to get myself in trouble, especially with Dennis. I'm a huge fan of Dennis Rodman, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Listen, guys, we're coming up on another break right now. And I got a question I want to throw out there. And listen, I want you guys to chime in and answer this question. I want you to answer me via email. You can email the show. It's Big Lou, B-I-G-L-O-U at T-S-L Big The question, Tony, number one is we'll answer this question when we come back from the break. Well, I'm going to let you answer it when we come back from the break. All right. Um, you know, we have different we have different complexion in terms of the different sports world. Uh, some are governed by clock. Some are governed by play. Basically, you got to win to to end it. You know, you can't just hold the ball uh, and let the clock run out. So my question to you behind that is this. How many sports, Tony T, can you name that do not use a clock to determine when it's over? Hey, you've been listening to Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge, right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. We'll be back. Stay south of the river with the chains and the gold
1: We could be out here together, but you had places to go. Watching the sunshine, least the gray. I don't know why you wouldn't stay. You should
2: come south of the river love is gold.
1: The Sports Lounge can be found on your radio dial at 96.9 FM and AM 1290 KZSB Welcome back to The Lounge The Sports Lounge with Big Lou and now here's your host Big
2: Lou Everybody, welcome back. In case you've missed it, in case you're just now tuning in, you are listening to the, the sports lounge, Big Blue, right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. I'm hanging out in the lounge today with my co-host, my man, my homie Tony Kelly is with me. And uh, no, of course, wouldn't you know it? I look over to see where he's at. Where is he? Take a guess. He's back at the bar. This is ridiculous. Love you. again. Well, hey, this is how some of us get through Monday. What can I tell you? Uh, Guys, right before we went back to break, uh, let me just go ahead and say, Tony, put whipped cream on my strawberry daiquiri, please. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Right before we went to break, I had dropped a question to Tony T. uh, And I want you guys to also email in and be a part of this this Q&A right now as well. Again, you can email me. Email the show. It's Big Lou. That's L-O-U at T-S-L Big dot com. And the question or the first question was, we, I, I, I turned it into, you know, there's a lot of sports that are governed by the clock, meaning, you know, we can hold the ball and play keep away, which is one of my favorite games to play when I was a kid. Uh, but we can play keep away and run the clock out. But then there's a few other sports out there that you have to win. Like you can't hold the ball, the clock. You can't run the clock out. You got to go ahead and finish this person off. So my question to Tony was, how many sports can you name or think of that do not use a clock to determine when that match is over? What do you think, Tony T? I I thought about this the other day, man, and and it's it's actually a a, a big variable. Like this is a huge, it's a huge thing as far as I'm concerned that I can see. What do you think? And, and, how, and can you name them? Wow.
1: Okay. I've been really, really thinking about this one because I have no idea if I'm right or wrong. So I'm I'm, I'm going to be taking a big guess right here. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to go European football. European
2: football. What, okay, uh, explain. Soccer. Soccer has a clock, though. What? Yeah. See, I'm lost. You get you do have some extra time from penalties and stuff, but there is a clock nonetheless. So I'll give you an example. Here's one of them. And, and you know, and this is debatable. I like to make fun with it. So please don't be mad at me. And I'm probably would get a bunch of emails after I say this and I put my email out there. Uh, but that's OK. I love conversation. Uh, you know, and this is this is, you know, depending on the <laughs> variable in the equation, you know, golf, for that matter. You know, I did say. Uh, um a sport, you know, again, the whole sport aspect about golf is debatable. Uh, It's a fun debate, nonetheless. Uh, But there's no clock in golf, right, per se? Like, you, you you play until it's over. And if there's a tie, we play sudden death until somebody wins. Is that not fair? That's fair. Okay. So, golf would be one of those. Now, I threw that one out there for you to kind of lay the groundwork. Now, let's see if you can pick up a couple more that do not use a clock to determine when that match is over. Can we go with baseball? Absolutely, we can go with baseball. Listen, again, nine innings is nine innings, but there are some matches or some baseball games that go. (laughs) You know, I I remember a few that went quite a few hours before they got that that all that all important win. So, baseball is definitely on the list. What else? Can I try volleyball? Man, volleyball for sure. It's one by sets, right? Sometimes it's you know best out of three, but we keep going back and forth. Or you know you can go to that sudden death because you got to win by two in a lot of a lot of instances. Volleyball definitely fits. And I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna throw out tennis. Tennis, ah, yeah, man. Look, I've had to turn away from a tennis match because it was taking too long to finish. And <laughs> coincidentally, when I turned the TV back after watching the movie, the match was still going. So yeah, absolutely, tennis plays a role in that. Who else? Wow, I'm I'm woo. You're gonna have to help me with one. You know, some some people like took it a step of. I reached out to some friends of mine and asked this question as well, and they they went and got all crazy with me. Um, curling? Did you say curling? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's an interesting sport, nonetheless. Or. I don't even know what you would call it, to be quite honest with you. But it, hey, but, hey, but you know what?
1: You know what? I don't even know why I'm laughing. Because every Olympics, I find myself going down this rabbit hole of interesting sports. And you know what sport actually caught my attention and kept it for a long time? It was actually curling.
2: It's interesting. It, you know, it's, 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 it's a very unique thing. Now, my question to you is this. You're on a curling team. Which position are you? Are you the guy that pushes the thing? Like the like the uh uh like the shuffleboard thing. Like, are you the one that pushes the shuffleboard thing down, or are you the one that's brushing and trying to, you know, I don't know, get the get the the I don't know, smooth the ice down or something. I'm not really sure what the technical term is. I don't I don't know much much about curling, but from what I've seen in the Olympics. Well, you know what, I would have to be. You know what, because
1: I think I can really do a good hold slide because that's. I can see myself doing that, that, that brushing as fast as they do. I don't know about that. I just don't want to hurt myself.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Cause I, you know what? It's funny. I can roller skate. I can get on some roller blades, but ice skates. That's a whole nother ball of wax for me. And I just, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I, I But you know what? I will come and support you though, Tony T if you're doing it. I got you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what? Here's another one that that you know everybody used to play when they were young as well. Uh that's not really governed by a clock, it's governed by points. Ping pong. There you go. Or and the the Olympic term would be table tennis. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but you so know listen,
1: what? I we- always wanted to play ping pong and I've only played it once or twice in my life, and I got beat so bad. I think that's why I stopped playing it. Really? You don't play ping pong? I, I, man, there, and, and then there's a, a sports bar here in town that has nothing but ping pong tables in there.
2: I'm, I'm on my way. I'm where's it at? So shoot me the you, had, shoot me the When, when, so when you come here, I, I, I do
1: have, do have to take you there because let me tell you, these guys are serious about this. I didn't even know they. I, I didn't even know they made leather bags for paddles.
2: Yeah, man, look, I'm that I'm that leisure guy. Right. And, um, you know, that puts me in the mind of another sport as well. Bowling, um, as we, <laughs> you know, i already alluded to my passion for bowling. But right. I was that guy that drove around that. I say was like, I don't do it no more. I still do. I am that guy that would be to speak properly uh, that rides around. And I have certain things in my car for just in case things happen. Traffic, uh, like a tsunami, an end of the world type thing, or I just happen to end up in another part of town. I'm short on gas. I need to go make some money real quick. I have my own ping pong paddle. I have two. I have a pool cue. I have uh, my bowling balls, and I keep really? all in- yeah. And I, and and you know, I mean, growing growing up in the hood when I was young, I have dice in my car just in case, because you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know when it's going hey, get real, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just to and, you know what? I have a set of dominoes. Um and I I will tell you, I'm a huge fan of ping pong, table tennis. Uh I'm a huge fan and advocate of bowling. Um and you know, there's a there's a couple sports bars over on my side of town over here in the in the LA, Mar Vista, Santa Monica area that actually have ping pong tables in their bar as well, too. And, you know, it it was a double-edged sword because you get dressed up, right? You put your best smell good on, right? You get your hair cut proper. You go out to the bar, you know, to have a good time with your friends, your girlfriend, your significant other, whatever have you. And then you hear it. Is that a ping pong table? And next thing you know, all of that's out the door. I'm drenched in sweat. I'm mad or I'm cracking a bunch of jokes because I'm literally putting a smackdown on somebody. It's a hot mess. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Ping pong would be one of those sports as well. Uh, that's not governed by a clock. Um, also puts me in the mind of a great movie. Terry Cruz was in it. Uh, Christopher Walken was in it as well. Balls of Fury. It's a great ping pong movie. <laughs> if you've never seen it, it's very, it's very entertaining. Please watch it. And you can see Freddie fingers. That's actually the character that Terry Crews played. Um, anyway, moving on, uh, I, don't, I don't want to get sidetracked we are a sports talk radio show, but you know, some of these days is a part of life as well. That said, I, I want to get back to this, Tony T, uh, and, I, and, and all this other stuff about these crazy sports and whatnot. Put me in the mind of this here. I'm going to ask you another question. And guys, ladies and gentlemen, you hear these questions, please. I want you to send me an email and be a part of this Q and a that Tony and I are having right now. And we're coming up on a short break, but Tony, I want you to answer these, this first round of trivia question for me. And it goes like this longest losing streak in sports. So Woo. going to baseball first, what is the longest losing streak in baseball and who held it? The Oh my Lord.
1: Uh, this is going to... Wow. Yeah, man. I'm going to go... You know what? This is off the top of my head. The longest losing streak in baseball history. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to have to say Chicago Cubs. Ooh. No,
2: good guess, but no. It's actually... Actually, you know what? I'm not going to give the answer just yet. I'm going to wait. That's what I'm think about. Now, naturally... Uh, you know what i'm going to give the answer because we got we when we come back from this break i got another segment i want to do for you as well so it would be the 1961 phillies and that lo- that number was 23 straight losses oh lord that's wrong. going to basketball who holds the longest
1: losing streak in basketball wow that team must have had been awful yeah, they were. <laughs> I'm thinking back. You know, uh, uh, I'm thinking back into the eighties, early
2: night. Who? What franchise was that? Awful. Well, here I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the era. It's the, it was the twenty, the season that this this feat was accomplished. Wow, 2010,
1: twenty ten twenty. You know what? This is Come off the top on, of man. my head just just going back through my mind i'm yep. going to go with the
2: clippers no nah, it's the cavs the cavs and i going to say the record right Shotdog now it. longest losing streak in the nba at 26 games oh now now, now, now what, was that the
1: year before they up. got the, the lottery to get lebron
2: yes sir absolutely <laughs> yeah now, here's a good one, and, and we, you know, I want to spend more time talking about this sport as well, but what team holds the longest losing streak in the NHL? Oh, Lord, NHL. NHL. And I'm there's two teams. There's a tie. One team was from the 3 season, and the other team is from the 2021 season. Could it be the Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes, or Panthers? It is not the Hurricanes. I'll tell you what, I'll give you the 3 4 team. It would be the Penguins. It's really? Yes. Now, the question is, who tied them for that same record of losses? Wow. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Close. It was the Sabers. The, the Sabers wow. and both teams lost a record eighteen straight games.
1: <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, man. That is rough. That's
2: t- that's that's tough. You know, it's when you're losing that many games in a row. Thank God for the amount of money that these guys make, because it would be very hard to suit up. Uh, (laughs) after game 11 (laughs) and go out there and just basically be somebody's whipping toy again Um, but yeah, that's the record Uh, longest losing streak in sports baseball, the 1961 Phillies holds that at 23 and football it's the oh, and I skipped football we gotta hit the football one real quick I didn't even give it up, who holds the longest losing streak in the NFL, in football, real quick before we go to break Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Man, stop it. Hate no Tom Brady. You need to knock it off. No, it is not the template, but it was actually it's the Chicago Cardinals. We went way back that and that, like 50, that was 60? that covers three seasons from nineteen forty-two to nineteen forty-five. And the total number of games lost in a row? Twenty-nine. Yes. Oh my Twenty-nine straight games lost for the Chicago Cardinals, 1942 to 1945. Listen, guys, and real quick, just to recap it one more time, the longest losing streak held in basketball was the Cavaliers, the 2010-2011 season, 26 straight games. We're at that point. We're going to take another quick break real quick. Don't you go anywhere. You are listening to the Sports Lounge with Big Lou right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. We'll be back. I me. Foster Ben. If I should make her laugh, baby. Let the, let the, shake some, shake some. Oh my. Maybe I should say the things I type online. Really like you, baby, baby. No, okay, Yes, I can't. Yes, you can. Wait, wait, I, said, I can feel it. You feel it. We feel it. We feel it. I know she pummets she pummets she pummets. Yeah, you never let ya.
1: you are in the lounge the sports lounge with big lou just follow the show
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us again on a beautiful Monday. If you are just now tuning in, you are listening to Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. <clears throat> Excuse me right there. You know, you drink, you drink, have a quick sip of water. Sometimes it goes down the wrong pipe. I've been hanging out in the lounge today with my co-host, as always. My homie Tony Kelly is here with me, and we were just playing some Q&A, some trivia on winning short streaks in sports. And we if you're just tuning in, you just missed, we went over longest losing streaks. <coughs> Excuse me. We just went over longest losing streaks in sports. And in baseball, the 1961 Philadelphia Phillies hold that record at 23 straight losses. In football, we went back a ways, uh, but we've also come to find out that it would be the Chicago Cardinals, uh, 1942 through 1945. 29 straight losses uh, in basketball in the NBA. It's the Cleveland Cavs that holds that record. The 2010-2011 season with 26 straight games lost. Uh, and then in the NHL, it was a tie between the Penguins and the Sabers. Uh, the Penguins 03-04 team and the Sabers 2021 team. And the total losses in a row for those two were 18. Now, Tony, can you can you guess what I'm gonna probably come at you with next? What's that? Longest win streaks in sports. Okay. Okay. So, my my question to you is, let's open with baseball per usual, since it is baseball time right now. Which team in the National League has the longest win streak? Ooh.
1: Can I go with the Atlanta Braves? You could, but that
2: wouldn't be correct. <laughs> Actually, if, if I may, again, we're going to delve back uh, in some time. We're going to go back in some time. And I, I alluded to it earlier. I made, a, I made a bad joke about it earlier. Please don't hate me, Dodger fans. I don't really feel that way. That's not my true sentiments. I'm the guy that just likes to poke the bear a little bit, if you will. Uh, but that said, the longest win streak in baseball in the National League, is the 1916 Giants. Wow. Now, the next question to follow up, instead of me giving you the number, my question to you, Tony T, and anybody that's listening or everyone that's listening, I should say, again, write down the email address, post it, tag it, save it on your desktop, put it on your apps and your phone, the email to the Sports Lounge to get a hold of me and answer these questions as well. It is Big Lou, that's B I G L O U. At tslbigloo.com dot com, and the 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 number Tony T. What do you think that number would be?
1: Let me let me see let me see baseball. All right, I'm I'm taking a guess.
2: Yeah, twenty two. No, twenty six. Twenty six is actually you know that that is the right. And now if you was on the prices right, you just want a double showcase for hitting that number up here. If you're on Bidders Row, you want an extra five hundred bucks. But it is the 1916 Giants have a 26 game win streak. Now the follow up to that is, who has the the longest win streak in the American League? I would have to
1: go Cleveland.
2: Ah, the Cleveland Indians, unlike the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cleveland Indians do hold the um, longest win streak in the American league. And I will put this number out there for our fans and people listening. That number was at 22. Uh, Will we have anyone break these records in, in, you know, years and days to come? Uh, Hopefully we'll see. That'll make it for another fun, exciting sports season to follow and watch for sure. All right, Tony T, moving on. Um, I'm going to save that for last. I'm going to go to basketball next who holds the longest win streak in the NBA
1: hmm now this is going to go back to the what the early 70s I think uh let me see I think it's
2: hmm is it the Lakers it is not the Lakers and to add insult to injury if you will this is going to come from the 2021 2022 season really Yes, I think I, you should know it by now. Is it the Golden State Warriors? It is not Golden State, amazingly enough. No. I will actually go ahead. I'm, I'm going to save it. I'm going to throw it out there. It was the Phoenix Suns. What years? 21,
1: 22. Really? And take a crack at the number of that win streak. Could it be? This is a. I'm, I'm, Twenty twenty one game.
2: Oh man, now if we was on the prices right, you'll get a frr <laughs> 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 <No, laughs> you overbid, but you're right, you're right there, right neighborhood, wrong house. Um the Suns win streak, uh eighteen straight wins. Wow. I yeah. you know what I can't even believe I
1: don't know that. I'm I'm actually embarrassed now.
2: Well, no, don't I be there's a whole lot of people that, that won't know that, myself included. Hence, Thank goodness for these smartphones and laptops. You know, if I had to do this <laughs> research using the, using the Dewey Decimal System, I would still be searching. All right, <laughs> here you uh, Moving on, we're going go to go to the NHL next. Longest win streak in the NHL was done by who, and how many games is that streak? Man, I'm just going to go with the Montreal Canadiens that's
1: the first thing that popped in my head.
2: Fair enough. And, you know, I like conviction like that. That's a good thing. Uh, But, no, amazingly enough, they also, the same team also holds the longest losing streak in sports for hockey, and it would be the the Pittsburgh Penguins. 1992-93 season. The question is, how many games?
0: Ooh,
2: 35. Wow, that's a lot. No, man, that... That's crazy that, you know what, it, it, it doesn't mean it's not doable. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins had a winning streak of 17 games in 1992-93 season, which, I mean, any streak is amazing. But when you're hitting double digits and you're getting up into this, you know, the 15s and the 20s and stuff like that, man, you are definitely doing something right. Well, yeah, because that that had that team – I believe Mario Lemieux was on that team, right? I believe so. Yeah. Which, you know, he's one of hockey's greatest as well. And then last but not least, we're going to go ahead and take it into my my world, your world. We're coming up on it now. Everybody's been talking about what's happening in Miami and Tyreek Hill and Tua Valoa and how they're going to how they're going to fare. Um, I saw the schedules come out for the NFL. I was watching on the ticker on ESPN. But let's just get right to it. Longest streak win streak in the NFL belongs to who, and how many games was it? Could it be the Green Bay Packers? No, nah, it's not the Green Bay Packers. It would be. I'm going to get, and this includes a Super Bowl victory as well. Uh, the 2003-2004 New England Patriots with a total of 15 games won in a row. And the greatest
1: quarterback who has ever thrown a ball.
2: Man, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, He's done nothing but make everybody around him better. And oddly enough, the flip side of that coin is whenever they have left, uh, left him as their, their lead, the head of the head of the the front, the the spearhead, if you will, Um, their career was mediocre at, best. Um, and that we all know was Tom Brady. Now, oddly enough, I didn't mention it out there. I want to put it out there. One of the greatest streaks ever in sports would be the Yukon women's basketball team. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. Um, and I, I saved that for last I don't even know what the number is. I didn't pull it up. It's just a worldwide known fact. Um, UConn Women's Basketball is the one with the biggest streak. Guys, we're at that time right now. We got to wrap the show. Thank you for listening, as always, following, keeping up with us. I am Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. Always big shout-out and a thank you to my host, my homie, Tony Kelly. Uh, Tony, I'll see you in the lounge next week, but.
1: Sports Lounge with Big Lou is brought to you by Evolve Entertainment. The Sports Lounge with Big Lou's executive producers are Jeremiah Higgins and Lewis Jones. I am the commentator and co-host Tony Kelly. The Sports Lounge with Big Lou's master sound engineer is Dr. D, a.k.a. Richard Dugan. See you next week. In the Lounge, the Sports Lounge, with Big Lou.
0: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.